I had a thought today. Uh huh. Can you outrun an elephant? No. Can you run faster than an elephant? No, certainly you can't. not. No. Do you know how long their strides are? I but I've never really seen an elephant just gun and charge. They like run down. I mean, most of the time it's like cars that are like backing up. But yeah. They can so like can run you down. outrun a car in reverse? <laughs> am, I, am I moving forward and the car's moving in reverse? Because <laughs> yeah. I think so. But I, I said you're that, both moving in reverse. I was looking. I saw a picture of an elephant. I was like, up. yeah. If that thing's going full speed, I don't know how fast. You also I guess the question is, what's the stamina and what's guys, the what's the determination of the elephant? I don't like, know how they, fast. Are they just trying to scare you away, or are they gonna yeah. like chase you until they catch you? I don't know. I just don't know how fast elephants are. Do what's I an have, elephant do top I have speed? Rollerblades. No, you're out running an elephant. Can I have you're on? Yes, if you do, they also get that. <laughs> okay, okay. Oh, um, then you're then you're in trouble. You're done for. <laughs> everyone and welcome to bookends with friends i'm the ghost in your attic parker moon i'm standing on the sidewalk wearing a white mask and a mechanics outfit i'm michael myers i'm a little tiny cute pumpkin on your doorstep daniel phillips you, are you carved <laughs> no is that smile carved in your face <laughs> i don't think so and we are a book club podcast uh where we go over one book a month and talk everything books and books related uh what's going on guys you want to get into short stories? <laughs> yeah, that sounds good. I feel like it's been a long time since we recorded, even though it hasn't. It's, I think so. I don't know. It's been a good bit. It was yesterday. Okay, well, we do a short stories segment where we talk <laughs> about what's going on in our lives. So let's let's do that. Brett, what's up, man? <laughs> some what's weird, up? What's up? Some Parker? weird energy. <laughs> hey, some man, weird Parker, energy in the podcast tent. Hey, good to see you too. What's going on, guy? Hey, how's it going? You too, Dan. What's All up? All right, the short stories are done. Um, uh, so, just a couple quick notes, just a couple speed notes. Um, one, if you haven't watched it already, watch Midnight Mass on Netflix. Do it you now. son of a bitch! Did I take that from you? That's gonna be my short story. Okay. No, 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 no. We're leaving no. this in. This is, you know what? This is the first time we've doubled up on a short story. Yep. So I think what we should do is you have to finish the short story, and then I have to do the short story. And and I was just gonna mention it. And then the audience decides whose was better. Um, I was just gonna I, say, I will say watch it. I was really worried that one of you two were gonna take my short story, so now I'm relieved. I was yeah. just gonna say watch it. Sounds good. I what mean, up? we can share it. No, sure. I want to compete. <laughs> okay, well, just watch Midnight Mass and uh, skip ahead to hear Parker's short story and then come back to this point after you've listened to it. And you'll know why. Um, next, so I was looking up, uh, you know, two different places. On Reddit, there's some really good, like, uh, like short horror stories where it's like you do, like, uh, like a 500 word essay of like your the scariest story you can think of. Like there's really cool. There's a whole like Reddit that thread. It's it, like similar to that. Is it two sentence horror? There no. It's like this one's like an extended. It's like you have 500 max words or Sounds whatever. Fun. But that one's good too. And yeah. then there's like scary. There's just like a general like scary stories one. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I've been reading some of those. Super great. Uh, I definitely recommend doing that. Um, you know, it's obviously October, so. I don't know, read one a day. Time to be scared Get forever. Get spooked. And then there's also on YouTube, you can literally just search like, I've actually seen a bunch on TikTok and that's kind of what has sent me to it. But you can just look up like random videos. 
video, like short story or like horror short videos, little short um, documentaries, yeah, horror documentaries. And so there's one specifically that I watched the other day called Lights Out that's pretty good. And there, I literally just sorted by like most views, yeah, because obviously there's going to be some weird ones on there that have like ten views, and so <laughs> you don't, yeah, you I don't want to watch those. Yeah. Um, and so there's one called Lights Out that had like it's from like five years ago that had like eight million views or something, and it's just really spooky. Oh. And so it's just a good way to get spooked. Sometimes I feel like the have homemade stuff or like the Reddit yeah. stuff is like the creepiest oh, things you can is. find. It's it's, it's right. way Fine. worse. And also when people like pitch it, there was this one guy who had like a Twitter thread yeah. a while ago. I don't know if y'all saw that, and it was like about this demon that he thought was possessing him or not possessing him. It was like haunting his house. And he had like drawn, yeah. like drawn this like horrifying picture of the boy that was like, he was seeing in his sleep, and then he would like post videos of like his chair moving or like things happening. And I'm pretty sure it was all staged, but right. oh yeah, I've seen. There's a bunch of those like there's a bunch of like TikTok accounts where the the person's like, and sometimes you you know it could be like an honest like haunting. Like yeah. some of the places are like that place definitely looks like it's haunted, but like people post videos of like them. It's like a security guard being like. Hey guys, I'm just bringing you with me because I got to document this kind of thing. But yeah, so just look up like, you know, creators online that aren't, you know, obviously there's great options for like movies and like novels and stuff. Are you asking our fans to scare themselves? Yeah, get spooked. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, go online and Google the scariest things you can. I mean, it's just a good, good, you know, if you're into like scary stories. Just a good spooking. Yeah, just a good good way to not sleep at night. Yeah. I like that. I like where you're at. Just a good October. I mean, it's It's a good, good October tradition. Just get spooked. I love it. Get spooked. Um... Yeah, have you guys heard of this show called Midnight Mass? No, tell me about it. it? Uh, Sorry, before we go on, Brett, what are you reading? (laughs) Oh, I'm still reading Way of Kings. Okay, okay, perfect. good. Okay, yeah. well, that, that's perfect. Um, yes, have you guys heard of this show called Not Midnight Mass? Not until right now. Not until boy, right oh boy, now. am I intrigued. I've never seen it. Tell me about it. Okay, so the show Midnight Mass, uh, uh, just a little bit of backstory for my short story. Maddie and I go hard in October every year, obviously. It's our pretty much favorite month of the year. We love Halloween. We love spooky season, and we pretty much always, like, watch a movie or, or a show yeah. at least a couple a week, like, leading up to Halloween. You usually do, like, a scary movie every night, Yeah, right? we've done that in the past, and we try to do that, and there's obviously, like, some nights where we don't. That, that sounds like my personal help. Yeah, I hate scary movies. I hate scary so much. Oh, it's so it's good. It's so fun. Uh, but we watched Midnight Mass, which is a new Netflix show. It's by the creators who did The uh, Haunting of Hill House and Bly Manor, mm-hmm. um, and... It is really good. It's just a good show. So it, it, I think it's seven or eight episodes long. Seven. Thank you, Brett. Uh, I've never seen it. Yeah, you've <laughs> never seen it. Um, and and it, the the thing that I really liked about it, uh, apart from like the it, so it just has a good plot. It, it's a bunch of islanders, um, and uh, a, a priest comes back to this island to try to like revitalize their church. And a whole bunch of miracles, in quotes, start happening. Uh, And then you find out that there is uh, a lot of creepy stuff behind the scenes that Mm. are causing, that's causing that to happen. Um, But what I really just like about it is the the story is good. The characters are relatable. And it it turns out the, not to give too many spoilers, but it's just a good, like, movie monster Mm. or, or, or TV monster. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah. and it's not too like supernatural, like demon ghost thing, like or or it's like not like an inexplicable or unexplainable thing. Um, but it's it's great. And then episode four, five, and six have some of the best cliffhangers I've seen in like modern recent TV history. So nice, yeah, uh, good show filled with uh, plenty of good spooks. By and, Mike Flanagan. Uh, Mike Flanagan, yes. <laughs> Brett's never seen it. I've never seen it. And all the actors, and yeah, they they killed they it. Sh- yeah, they sh- and they show up, and he has like a mini, like shared universe type thing where it's not the same. He uses the, the like the same actors and all of his stuff, mm-hmm. and yeah. then like the Midnight Mass, like there's a book that showed up and a bunch of his other stuff. Yeah, like called Midnight Mass, so it's really cool. Yeah, oh, cool. it's great. There's also a character in the show who uh, it, it really really put in the work. To try to be my most hated TV character, yeah. or, or just a character, like like she, the way the best way I can describe her is like uh, a Dolores Umbridge yeah. type, but like so much more vile and despicable, but like wrapped up in that like I'm a good person and everyone is beneath yeah. me, and like oh man, mm. you it's like, like the perfect storm. You are it. so rooting for her to die and that's terrible, but you really are like, like, cause all this like monster stuff is happening and you're right. like, oh man, I hope the town stays safe except for Bev Keen. Hope she dies horribly yeah. and that's, <laughs> she's the literal worst. Uh, yeah, so and that's, uh, apparently the, the actor, she's like the biggest sweetheart. Oh, like, I mean, I've seen, I've seen stuff on, obviously like, yeah, you're not, you don't think that, right. you don't hate the actor, but like, it's just interesting because it's like, she's like, the, in the contrast, she's like the biggest sweetheart. Well, and if anything, it's a, it, for me, it's a, it's like a compliment to the actor yeah. because she does such a phenomenal job of portraying that role that really, yeah. to me, she was more of the, uh, like Main sinister villain. evil yeah. villain yeah. in the sh- in the show, right? Than the actual like you know Supposed supernatural it, monster yeah. was because yeah. like obviously the supernatural monster horrifying and creepy, right? And they do a great job with that, but yeah. like her character is like a perfect just good yeah. antagonist. Yeah, yeah. It, it was perfectly built to be like literally Parker's not kidding. Like the worst, she sucks. The like the one of the worst, like most hated characters and like. TV and film like yeah. history. Great actress. Never seen fantastic it. actress. That's just whatever. That, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's Midnight Mass, uh, and I just finished Thursday Murder Club, and it was so wonderful. Uh, I highly recommend it if you like old people, if you like British people, <laughs> if you like if you like old people. if you like old people solving crime, then that's it's so just like is it wow, like mur- that's, is that's it like the genre mur- I'm looking for? Is it like Murder She Wrote? Um. Yes. It is. Shout out to all the parents listening. Who, like, <laughs> Murder guess. She Wrote came out like probably before they were born. Yeah, I have no clue um, what that is, but it's an old, it's a it's an old TV show where a, a old lady who's a writer solved murders, and she Murder She Wrote. She Sometimes wrote. I think Brett is like from the sixties, like nineteen sixties, like Kenneth, <laughs> like, yeah, like, like from Thirty Rock. Yeah, like you're you're an immortal being. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's good. There's only one version of me. So that's been a mess. Um, I finished Thursday Murder Club. It's great. I'm reading Coraline right now. And yeah. there's a whole host of books that I'm excited to read. Don't forget to vote on which one of us talked about Midnight Mass better <laughs> as Parker. <laughs> yeah, well, we didn't make it a competition. You didn't compete with me. Well, that's not like a competition to me. <laughs> um, Dan, how was your Dan, how was your week? My week was really good. Like I said, I was worried that one of... Uh, you two would take my short story, and I'm thrilled to say that neither of you did. Oh, you didn't watch Midnight Mass? Uh, no, I didn't. Um, Wait, we're not done with ours yet. But you know, start what? start yours, and okay. then we'll finish ours. <laughs> my short story 
is that, um, you know, I'm getting older. I'm, uh, I'm becoming a little bit more mature in my age. And you know What's what you need? On? You know what you need when you're a little bit older and you're a little bit more mature in life? A nice set of wooden matching hangers. Oh my god. I was really worried that you two bought a nice set of wooden matching hangers this week. I mean, I did buy hangers last week. So thankfully. So thankfully you yeah. you, you I, spared I've me. already missed my chance to talk but about my hangers. I bought some nice matching hangers and it changes you. It really does. Every time I walk into my closet, I am just just the dopamine. Surrounded. The dopamine kick I get seeing my closet all yeah. pristine and organized. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's unrivaled in life. It truly is. So, yeah, that's Is that amazing. a more boring short story than hey, my man, short story last this week? This episode's all about spooky stuff. What's spooky about your closet? Oh, and sometimes they, they creak. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. They go, I was yeah, really worried that there wasn't. Yeah. Do you see like a ghost like behind the hangers and you have to like open them real quick Some, to see it? <laughs> sometimes when I put my clothes on it, um, they don't. They don't. They uh, slip off. They don't unwrinkle as as much as you'd to. like. Oh, yeah. that's the worst. And then they uh, go. That's so scary. <laughs> that's just your air conditioning. <laughs> yeah, that's just Nicole <laughs> <laughs> behind the wooden hangers, <laughs> as you do. You know, you know. We all have those wives yeah. that hide behind your nice set of wooden hangers. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So yeah, sometimes they creak and it's really spooky. Uh, I will say I don't like spooky. Things. I don't like scary movies. I don't like scary video games. I don't like being jump scared. So you can just hibernate for the month of October. And so the month of yeah, October, we're not we're nonstop talking about scary. Things. I know we're gonna get a new co-host for October. What I, Did I say September? I don't know. I don't think so. <laughs> what I do like um, the the. Two scary movies I've seen, and they're scary in my book, probably not in your guys' I'm book. I'm very excited to hear. I mean, I mean, it's, it's Cabin in the Woods and Get Out. Those oh. are scary movies in my yeah, book. Those are fantastic. I mean, yeah, they're those both are great. great. Yeah, I do ST. like putting myself in uncomfortable, scary media suspense suspense around friends because they get to like watch me yeah. watch something scary, and that's fun. But I, you will never catch me watching a scary movie by myself. I can't do it. It's right. it's that, Wait, are you challenging? It's a challenge. You'll never, you? you'll never do it. I promise. <laughs> All right, Parker, you take first watch. Um, <laughs> I'm but yeah, I don't really have a short story. I got hangers. I like them. A what lot. are you reading? I'm reading. Uh, I finished Song of Achilles. Uh huh. Man, it's so good. It's how many, everyone how that's many read wooden it, hangers are in there. So many. Everyone that's read it, they they love it. It's a good book. Cersei's a good book. Everyone. I'm pretty sure. Oh. Everyone I know that's read it has really liked it. Um, and then I finished Sunreach, which is the Skyward novella Ooh. by Brandon Sanderson. And I love the Skyward series so much. I cannot wait for that third book to come out. Um, Cytonic? Yeah, Cytonic. When's it? It's soon, right? November. Okay. November 15th. Cool. And then I'm reading to segue into what we're reading for the month of October. Wow, what a good segue. Drum roll. Have you heard um, <laughs> No, I think we have to stop the podcast yeah, and talk about, <laughs> about whatever that was. Drums. Um, so we're reading, and I've started reading uh, this book, but it's by Riley Sager, Home Before Dark. Yes. Um, and I am about a third of the way through. I've read, really? I've read a lot wait, of it. What, you are like grinding this book out. I started it, and I was like, wait, this book is like, I'm super into it. It's a scary book, right? It's a... It I mean, it's... 
It's not. It's like a mystery. So, um, <laughs> I love how Red's like, or Dan's like, I don't like scary things. I love this book. I am. This, book, this book has me hooked. So, yeah, I've heard this book um, has you hooked. The, the book Wait, is... can we make like a sticker with that? <laughs> this book has me Our hooked. Our book for October is Home Before Dark. And the small little premise of Home Before Dark, it is told through um, main character Maggie. She's an adult now. And she's talking about her, you know, she's kind of avoiding her childhood mm -hmm. because her childhood is told through her father's perspective in the past as he's living in a haunted house, writing about the stories that's happening to him and his family in this haunted house. But it's kind of a memento. I'm so excited to read this. It's book. like a memento storyline where Maggie as an adult shuns everything she does not believe anything yeah. about her childhood and her father is now passed and yeah. he has the book as it, how she refers to it did you ever watch hill house no okay well it's very it's a very similar premise really yeah, yeah. um so basically the story is piecing together what happened in this house from two different perspectives I and love it's that. i'm so excited i'm i'm very hooked it's very good i did uh i was not able to sleep that good last night thinking about it though because it it's because you're scary? It's a, little, it's a little spooky. You're scared? I was you're a little, scared? I, it's because I was you're scared? scary. Yeah. Uh, Home Before Dark. Yeah. yeah. Riley Sigurd. Check it out. That's our Read book. Read it with us. We're going to be talking about it. I'm surprised you're reading so early. You're going to finish it, and then you're going to have to remember I, I, It was available on Libby, so I picked it up, and uh, then I finished Sunreach in like a day and a half, and so I just started reading it, and I was nice. like, wow, this is really good. So yeah, I'm excited. Cool. I think you do like scary things, and you just don't know that you like scary things. Well, I don't know. Maybe. Um, I guess we'll find out. <laughs> well, that transitions well. Into we're going to catch you. What we're talking about this week, which is uh, horror stories and what makes a good horror story and talking all about horror stories to kick off October. Um, and yeah, I mean, that's that's it. I don't have a lot of horror story uh, background experience. Yeah. So, uh, well, that, I mean, the, the first the first question of what I want to ask you guys is what, what what's some of y'all's favorite horror stories or scary stories or mysteries or spooky? What, what do y'all like? And um, story. I like a, I like a thriller. I mm -hmm. like a mystery. I don't like gore. You know, I don't want like a gory yeah, yeah. film. I agree. I like a good a good thriller. So you like the saw novellas? <laughs> <laughs> wow, those edge of my seat the whole time. <laughs> I I couldn't for the life of me figure out who the killer was. To this day, I don't know. I don't know if there is a Saw novelization, but how would you even... I don't know. I don't want to know how someone would Having write that. Having to write that to yeah. explain everything? Yeah, to be a kind of messed up human being. Yeah. Um, but no, I don't have a lot of horror experience, so I want to hear kind of your guys. What, what do you like? I mean... Um, to kind of ease me into the spooky month, because I'm going to ease into this with everyone else. No, you're jumping into the deep end. Okay, just kidding. Let me try that again. I'm going to jump into the deep end with everyone else. Yeah. I mean, first we got to get you started on Goosebumps, because... I read Goosebumps as a kid, and they scared me. Yeah, Goosebumps is, like, all time. Like, the character Slappy stays with me to this day. <laughs> I know nothing about that. Slappy the dummy... He's oh, a, oh he's God! A I can yeah. I can imagine oh, the cover of that book, and it's evil. Yeah, I can imagine and the cover of that book. There's like you're talking they about. did like four different books for him. Nope, not interested. And if you see the TV show that they made for it, it's even more horrifying. God. To this day, I just because it was as a kid, like it spooked me like crazy. So nope. I still, I still get spooked by watching. No that interest. Show. 
As far as like for for me horror tropes that I really like because I'm mm-hmm. I'm the same way as you, Daniel. I don't love gore. Mm-hmm. I I'm not a big fan of um, just like uh, anything like that's like paranormal. That's like the ghost kills everyone, and that or that's the you know I, yeah. I like there to still be like it, to be plot centered and character centered. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but I'm a huge fan of cryptids and like and and mysteries mm-hmm. around like movie monsters yeah. Or, yeah. or book monsters or you know or just I, I like lore and stories. So like yeah. vampire yeah, stuff is great. Like uh, uh, Grady Hendrick, because you read the the so- book. I did Club yes. Southerner's Guide to Slam. It's a hard title to say. I can't say that title, but uh, yeah, I mean that's a, that, I would say that that counts as a scary story. The Stand is a horror story. The Stand, and, yeah. the Stand was a little creepy to me. At yeah, some I mean the 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 walking dude. Uh, I mean he's a he's a scary guy. I don't know. I think I don't like the idea of scary things, but I handle them well. Yeah, but like yeah, lore is generally like when you the sections of books when they like either finally reveal like the origin of something yeah. or like as they're describing like the if they give you little tidbits like throughout the book of like they like hint towards things that's when you're like oh but i want more of that and right, so it's just right. like it keeps you right. going that's I, I i'm a sucker for i love mystery i mean i like mystery as a mm-hmm. genre anyways yeah and so when that's interlaced with something scary i think that's the best way to do it and I, I'm, I'm a big fan of like tension and suspense build yeah yeah and i think that's the best way to do a scary story you know i I think that like like overly descriptive gore or you know yeah you know stuff like that or or just like i don't know overly descriptive like demonic stuff i'm not a huge fan of like that's never been my cup of tea but a good mystery novel and especially if it's like oh we can you know kill the beast this way, yeah. you know, that, yeah. that stuff is the most interesting to me. Yeah. I think a common trope that generally, like, makes you, that builds tension super easily um, is the untrustworthy child. Like, the the kid that's, like, either always been, like, lied about something or it's just because they're a kid yeah. that when they say something, all adults are like, nah, like, you're full of it. Like, like basically, it, as yeah. a whole thing, it's just, like, like obviously well then there's also well, other like reasons corrupt, why yeah. yeah but still like that like if you were to tell like anytime a kid's like no but come on come on come on and you're like just like, like believe him and then that's like they don't a, yeah that's what keeps me up with uh that's, home before dark oh man that's that is an anxiety it's very good yeah it's very um, good writing as far as what makes scary story good i agree with the tension i also think um a relatable protagonist is always yeah. because it's so easy to put yourself in their shoes yeah. because you're like i would do that exact same thing or like right you're you, like anytime like you you're reading something and then they you think ahead and then they end up doing the same thing you're like oh my gosh how would i do in that situation kind of thing i also think um another good thing to build a scary story on is a relatable location because a lot of times, you know, you'll have a story where it's, like, either based in, like, a fictional, like, fantasy world or something else. But, it, like, it's the stories that are, like, in in the suburbs. In the home. Like, yeah. in the homes. You're, like, basically, like, you know, I feel bad for people that live in Maine. Because Stephen <laughs> King bases Maine. every one of his books in Maine. So it's just, like, it's, like, any, like, small towns... Like, anytime it's like that, you're just like, oh, my gosh. Like, a lot of the stuff that happens, you're like, oh, yeah, they wouldn't be able to get to help. Oh, yeah, like, you know, no one would believe. Like, it's just like a 
You didn't uh, read Stephen King's um, newest edition of It, where it takes place in Brett's apartment? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, this is so much spookier now. I like that. I like that that trope or that idea of when writers do that, where they take like what you would consider safe, yeah, and they exactly. flip it on its head. Because right. they do that. I mean, off, often, obviously, a lot with like with the house or church right. or school right. exactly. or somewhere where it's like exactly. you're, you're like, oh, this yeah. is a typically like a safe place, yeah. and then that obviously, I feel like that makes a good setting um, for oh, horror. Yeah. Absolutely. So, just this isn't book related, but this is my spooky experience related. I, Stranger Things season one really scared me because I watched it on my own, but yeah. I got really hooked. And I like when, and this can happen in books too, when you take a scene in a certain location and you just know, you're like, I don't want anything to do with this location yeah, right now. Right. Because like in the first season of Stranger Things, any scene in Joyce's house, I was like, I don't want it. Yeah. It's terrifying in there. you don't feel safe. You just don't feel safe. Right. It like, it like, I think a good scary story gives you comfort. Yeah. And then snaps you back to feeling unsafe. Right. Rather than just like you feeling a little spooked the entire yeah. time. Like. Right. Well, it, 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 nice gives you a, it gives you a rest because it, right. it gives you like, it sets out like. It's like a palate hey, cleanser. This is a place where it's like fortified against whatever. Like there's parent either there's like parents here or it's just right. like, this is your safe space. Like when your main characters are here, like you can chill for a minute and like catch your breath. But yeah, as soon as somebody like flips that, you're like, okay, but wait, you? I thought this was supposed to be safe. Where are they supposed to go now? <laughs> wait, that's illegal. All right. So obviously, one of the you know biggest parts of a scary story is your antagonist. So what is your either preferred or like? most scary like monster or villain or antagonist in a scary story like what either really gets you or what do you think is like just a great all around anything with a demon i i can't do it that's your favorite or no, that's what scares that's you what the scares most? me the most okay i can't do so that's I just can, like a you're not interested no in i can do like the classic like 80s horror monster yeah can't do a demon yeah. like a like, demon in like, content okay. yeah i think no, thanks. i like think slasher ghost like your... poltergeist stuff creeps me out the most yeah. um but what i will also say what creeps me out a lot is uh just really creepy writing when it's just like people like serial killer writing that. Yeah. that stuff yeah. like 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 in a cabin you know yeah, style exactly. that that type of writing is so terrifying to me and the fact that like i can't get out of the like like oh this is a fake world or, this is <laughs> exactly. not real like, there's no separation right it's, it's yeah yeah that that oh any anytime it's human beings because you're like oh like people are absolutely capable of doing something like this like it happens all the time right. and so you're just like okay so yeah this is a little bit really real like any <laughs> Like, basically, any Cormac McCarthy book can be seen as, like, a horror story. Like, just because it shows, like, the worst side of, like, humanity. Right. Right. You know, man has committed, like, worse atrocities than, like, most horror monsters have. But, yeah. No, I completely agree. I think humans are... Like arguably the scariest, yeah. um, but you know, of course, that's like, why that's why I like to I like to stick to 
Just to, good old monsters. Just good, yeah. Like I'm, I'm a big fan of of scary monsters, or or Especially like when you get creative with them. Yeah, or like cool, <laughs> cool ghosts. You know, cool ghosts. <laughs> like the ones that wear glasses. The cool, the, the ones that are like down to hang. <laughs> but like, like I'm, ghost stories that are like not like just straight up horrific, but have a good story behind right. it. Do you mean? Do you like it when it's something that's defined? Where you're like, okay, I know how this monster works. Like a yes. vampire, you're, yes. you're like, you're like, yes. I know how it's beaten. Yep. I know what it can and can't. I know it can't come inside. One hundred percent. Kind of thing. Or do you? Or, and and, and goes with reason. Like yeah, goes yeah, with yeah. like there's a like vengeance. Like, what's or, the, yeah. Like what what is it doing? Like yeah. that to me is the, yeah. the best stuff. If yeah. the what's the like trope of. Um, like an un- unfinished business, yeah, like exactly. that kind of stuff yeah, to yeah. me is very interesting. Yeah. That's why demon freaks me out so much because they're uncontrollable. Any, any demon yeah. story is always like, we don't know what his deal is. Yeah, guess he's just a bad How guy. Stop it. Yeah, <laughs> like, like it's not. There's no limitations on it. Yeah, like, he does whatever he wants. Yeah. Well, I mean, growing up, I was scared of Twister. So tornadoes are so tornadoes are, are my favorite. Oh, the horror, horror. movie Twister. Yeah. <laughs> I thought Twister. It's it is a scary movie. I thought Twister was a horror film. Yeah. No, I mean when they go in when they go in the barn at the end and there's all like I've the, never seen it. Well, Dan, <laughs> you're, you're going to be able to relate to this then, but you know the scene in Stand, the Stand, where uh-huh. Tom and Nick are hiding from the tornado, yeah. and then like the Dark Man appears. No, I'm that, not. That to me was one of the creepiest chapters. That was a great. That was a great chapter. I'm not afraid of tornadoes. I'm afraid know, Dan, of the I movie like... Twister. Oh, okay, okay, you're ridiculous. I love it. I'm reading Coraline. I'm, I'm Coraline's also creepy, by the way. Yeah, like, yeah. If, like I don't know if if you've seen the movie, it's creepy, but yeah. the book, the writing is is creepy as well. Yeah. And uh, I mean, it just it, it, even for kids, the, it's just unsettling, and it's written mm-hmm. in a way where you're just like, this isn't right. It's that like uncanny valley feeling of like something's wrong with this right. like twisted world. So in that case. This is, you know, a side note question. With like books versus movies, do you prefer to build the monster in your mind yourself? Because a lot, obviously, a lot of famous novels have been made into like the like some of the most famous like horror movies of right. all time. But like, would you prefer to have built Coraline in your mind they beforehand, do a really or you prefer good job? Well, and there's yeah. also there there is also pictures in the book throughout, oh, okay. like random images, because okay. he he made it for his daughters, which I'm like. Neil. Wow. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> hey, hey, Neil Gaiman. What, <laughs> what did your daughters do? Um, but it's—I mean, there's, it, there's a lot. It's a really lovely story, right, obviously. Yeah, yeah. But it—it's uh, uh, spooky. But that's Dan. You're jumping ahead. You're gonna finish this book that we're supposed to be reading and talk about at the end of the month. I'm still, I mean, I'm still gonna talk about it. Okay. I'm just really into it. You can't stop me now. I know, but now, now that you, now that you started, train. I know. Now that you started, I'm gonna, I'm gonna read it right away. <laughs> it's really good. <laughs> um. So. As far as movie monsters go and stuff like that, since we're on the topic, uh, I feel like we've seen, especially in literature, vampires and zombies done so much. Yeah. Like, so much. It's not enough. <laughs> or in Brett's opinion, <laughs> not nearly enough. But do y'all have any sort of, like, movie monster or spooky anything that y'all would like to see revitalized or brought back and put out into literature more? Um... I think when it comes to like scary stories, you can make anything yeah. scary. You can make yeah. a dog. Make a write a horror story, but it's a dog. You know, Cujo. Cujo. You know, I, they, I you know Stephen King did that. I did. I did. It's like one of the most pro- prolific. How many times in this podcast <laughs> have I said I don't know nothing about scary things? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> you should. Be, you can write a story about a guy. 
A, a walking, clown. A walking dude. A, a clown. Clowns are funny. <laughs> you could write a story about that. That's a good point. Yeah, you're I right. I mean, clowns are always, like... Terrifying. Clowns are always going to be... They're, they're so easily terrifying. Um, Poor clowns, man. I don't know. I, I, maybe it's because I just read Song of Achilles and I'm seeing Hades Town this weekend. Make a, make a horror story like of like mythology. a Greek mythology. Oh, that would be cool. Like a Greek retelling. I like that a lot. Of like Percy, anything. like make, redo the Percy Jackson movies. Yeah. Those are horror movies. <laughs> redo Percy Jackson, but uh, what's his face? Is just possessed by a demon the whole time. <laughs> Grover. <laughs> Grover. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, I think that would be a great like, idea. That would be, do, that like, would be amazing. Yeah, Greek, yeah. Like, do a Apollo like, Artemis return, right, but exactly. like fighting something terrifying. Also, like, Greek mythological beasts and, like, beings. They're everywhere. And so, yeah. It's super easy. Yeah. Let me just go, yeah, authors, it's so easy. Why? Yeah, come on, authors. <laughs> Coming from a guy who can't form yeah. complete sentences. <laughs> what about you? What do you think? Uh, Looking at Parker. <laughs> <laughs> for those listening uh yeah you know this is an audio format um i think i want to see like shape i feel like shape shifting and like they're just like i feel like that's such a creepy idea of like anyone can wear the the face yeah of, like the creature i thought you were about to say the skin the skin about to kick well just out. like the it just like a creature that can wear the the shape of anyone like that because yeah. then yeah. It, it's that, that idea of like taking what you know is safe and twisting it like but it's right people and that to me is just a good well it's the thing is like different cultures have different mythological you know figures so Mm -hmm. it's like you know like the the wendigo like that would be a really cool one too like that would be so sick hey audience this is us asking for uh book recommendations because i don't know what i I don't know other stories to read outside of like stephen king so uh Send recommendations. All right. So here comes the part of the episode where we have to use our brains. Oh, God. (laughs) So we've talked about all these great scary stories and the perfect monsters to have in it. So let's build our own perfect little scary story. Oh, back by demand. Are we writing our... (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we're spitballing an idea for a scary story. Okay, here we go. Okay. Okay, so let's, let's, let's just... Outline it real quick. So where where are we? Are we in a small midwestern town? Uh, a ice fishing cabin. Okay. Near the Canadian border. Okay. In, so, a, in a town that's with a bunch of ice fishers. No, you're in an ice fishing cabin. Okay. So there's a lot of like hooks around. But so is it just one person? Hmm. Oh yeah. How many? So how many? How many protagonists do we have? Scrimantha, <laughs> Scrimantha Dreadwell. Okay, so that's we that's one. Is that it? Is the main is the main girl? Okay. Is, is it like a, are we doing like a cabin in the woods? Is there a group of friends? Uh, a couple. A cabin? Let's do a couple. A couple. A couple. Okay. Two couples. Okay. Or just one. One couple. Okay. Uh, Screamantha Dreadwell and her her fiance, Hank. Green. <laughs> God. <laughs> okay. 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 No relation. No relation. Um, no relation. So what are Screamantha and Hank? So they're at an ice fishing cabin near the border. They're ice fishing in their cabin. Um, in their cabin. It's an ice fishing cabin. So it's oh, a cabin built on okay. ice yeah, with yeah, a yeah. hole in the yeah. middle of it. Yeah. And they're ice fishing in okay. it. Okay. Okay. So, okay. So here's, here's, okay. So here's the moment that like, that starts the tension. So they're, so they, they're like, oh, Hank's like, babe, babe, I'm Hank, babe. I haven't gotten any 
bites on the hook all day. Yeah. They haven't gotten any bites. And they're like, oh, just give up on it. And they go to like sit down and they hear like the like a really like hard like yank on the like the 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 real I'm a big oh, fisherman. No, no. Yeah, yeah, no, I get it. <laughs> the fishing pole gets like pulled down almost. Yeah, I like get what you're it's like in movies Something's like fishing reeling. movies. Yeah, yeah. It like bends the yes. it bends the pole way hard and it starts going like it's out of no it's out of nowhere. Like they're just like it's like a quiet moment where they're laying down here. Like someone's getting pulled, the wide the line's getting pulled real okay. hard, and they're like, "Wake up, wake up, babe, wake up! We got some on the line, babe." Because Kermantha's so tired from yeah all day ice fishing. Yeah, <laughs> I mean it's cold. Okay. Maybe um, the horror story is they're just ice fishing in yeah. a cabin. Okay, but it. okay, so that's that's like the thing that builds tension. So okay. like, do we have any support characters, or is it all just them? And I, who's what's our monster? So yeah, I think gotta, is it a local a legend? So to, to set the it, scene again, the line snaps. Uh huh. Nothing's okay. on the line. Nothing's on the line. They go to bed. They go to bed. You know they have their little lantern. Yeah. On the bed, uh, Hank and Scramantha, they're they're laying in bed. Hank rolls over in the middle of the night and he just sees this big shadowy figure underneath the ice. Oh, oh okay. okay, okay, okay. I like it. Some so, more tension building. Okay. Hang on, just so I have it clear, this cabin has no be, floors that there, are not there ice. There would be a floor on There's the... no floors that are not ice in this cabin. <laughs> no, okay, so what happens is he sees a figure at the mouth of the, the ice yeah. hole. So yeah. it's like it's like peeking up above it, and then he like he like... He goes to grab the flashlight, mm. and the flashlight's bouncing around, and then he puts it on the hole, and, and it's gone. Just, no, you don't see it. It's just Ooh, gone. It's Diglett. It's so, just gone. No, I think I think like Mothman, our creature should be the Mothman of fish. <laughs> what's a moth of? What's the moth of uh, fish? So okay, oh, we're doing a really scary merman tale. Um, Is it like one of the angler fishes, and it has a light, so you can ooh, see the I light like that. under the water? I like that. So and, it, and it's driving them a little crazy. Yeah. And the, and it and it's too snowed in, so they can't get away. Mm. And I'm thinking Hank dies like 25 percent of the way into the story, right? And it becomes a survival. Yes, he get, he gets pulled into the ice. So he so basically at one point they hear cracking outside on the ice. So he peeks out and off in the distance you see the light. Uh-huh. And as soon as he like walks toward it, it goes away. And then he hears Scramantha <laughs> scream as she does from inside the inside the ice cabin. weird cabin. Castle. The ice cabin that, ice we, castle. that we've built. Um, it's an igloo uh, at this point. And so <laughs> Guys, I've seen ice fishing. <laughs> Why did you who who said ice fishing? Who chose ice Dan. fishing? Daniel, what the hell did you do to our book? Okay, no, I like it. We're okay. We're okay. It's so, gotta be creative. So he run he runs back and she says she saw something like trying to come up through the hole again. And so he sees w- the light again underneath the water and he goes to grab it, and that's when Hank gets pulled in. Yeah. And is that when Hank dies? Or is that does he come back up? Well, so I think I in Jaws style, he like tries to crawl, and then like the bottom half of his body's gone. Oh, she dons a scuba suit (laughs) and she goes in. So they're scuba diving as well in this ice. In this ice, yeah. And then she finds uh, a full under underwater, like the Gungans. Yes, like the (laughs) Gungans in Naboo of these creatures, and she's got to save her fiance Hank Green. From their ritual sacrifice to okay. an even bigger fish merman. Oh, monster. so it's like a big fish that they have to keep. 
that they have to keep fed or else it will attack them. Yeah. And That's so at the end, they escape, and then you see, they look back and they see the big fish attacking the, all the... the but under- the, the plot twist is that Screamantha is actually working with them. And, and she, she stays. This is her fifth fiance. She's feeding Hank. Oh, we just combined. Okay. Cat, we just combined the two scary movies. Wait, is she is she, get out is she fattening Hank up for sacrifice? Yeah, that's what the ice fishing for. <laughs> yeah, she keeps eating fish to get him prepared. Yeah. All right, and it's pub- called. Um, yeah, we need a name. Uh, um, the the light will guide us home. It's an angler light. That's <laughs> not. That <laughs> sounds like a Nicholas. Know, I don't know if you're book. allowed to have any more say into our book. I think Dan's like backdoor writing a Nicholas Sparks novel. I was gonna say a merman comes out of the hole and Scrumantha falls in love. Wait, with him. hang on. Actually, I like that better. She's not evil. She does fall in love with a different merman that helps that helped them escape. Yes. Yes. Okay. So, so it's, is Hank still alive? Uh, She's just being tortured by anglerfish. Yeah, and she gets <laughs> she gets she finds out that he was deeply in debt, and so it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> So it's fine. It, the, yeah, he had a lot of student loans. The, the, Can the, we wrap this up? The relationship was never going to last. Can we bookmark those right now? Um, What's the name? Yeah, we have to have name a title. Of the bookmark. Name, name for the book. Um, um, Don't go towards the light. I ice scream. <laughs> like, I see... Ice scream. Ice scream. Colon. Ice scream the... The real life events of Scramantha Dreadwell. That sounds like a biography. It is. It's <laughs> <laughs> a real person. It's my um, ice cream, three D, and we have the hooks come out and like grab at the people. <laughs> this is a book. <laughs> well, I'm thinking ahead. All it's right? a pop out book. <laughs> it's a pop out book. I like yeah. it. Yeah. We did it. Ice cream, three D. Okay. <laughs> it's a pop out. Can we book. please bookmark this hooks. episode? Oh God. I beg you. Yeah. It's got to be done. It's scary how bad this episode was. This is a, this is every episode's gonna be it worse and worse. <laughs> it gets spookier. We're all gonna talk like more and more next episode. Um, thanks for listening, everyone. If you made it this far, congrats. congrats. I'm surprised you did it. The code is spooky season. <laughs> for what? Oh, if you made it this far, that's the code to like our vault. Oh, we should leave them clues every yeah. podcast episode, and at the end of the month, they solve a real murder. <laughs> It's not we committed because that's the only way. That's the only way feasibly that we can do this. That's the only way they can save Scramantha. (laughs) So we have Scramantha in a cabin. Wait, is this a choose your own adventure book? This is a choose your own adventure pop out 3D book. (laughs) All right, let's bookmark it there. Uh, Thank you, uh, uh, Jacob Robinson, for the intro and outro of our podcast. Thank you, Maddie Moon, for the beautiful cover art of our podcast. Thank you, Um, thank you. I'm sorry that you're associated with this production. I'm not. You're lucky. <laughs> You're so lucky. Never forget. The real books. The real books were the ones that scared you along the way. That's pretty good. That was pretty good. That was a I good chills. take. Good job. I'm scared.